0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Good afternoon to you. Happy Friday. Well, what a week.
1: What a week indeed.
0: It's just been another one of those.
1: It really has, but it's also flown like that. I cannot believe that it's Friday at the moment.
0: Is it Friday?
1: Friday, thank you.
0: Sorry, sorry. Then Saturday, Sunday...
1: That's it, but not till the five o'clock hour, but we hope you guys are having a great Friday.
0: What's happening? How's the week been for you?
1: It's been so busy. You know, when you sort of get to the end of the week, it's that final crawl. That's where I'm at at the moment. Yeah. Um, I'm fueled purely by coffee, which clearly, because I forgot to pick you up on the way through today. (laughs) Look,
0: it was nice of you to pick me up on a Friday. I don't generally ask for it, but I thought, you know what? I think she might pick me up today.
1: And, um, yeah, I drove straight past. So what a compliment for you. I literally forgot that you existed this afternoon. You
0: know that even when you don't pick me up, you pick me up?
1: Oh, stop it. Producer Jack, I want that as my ringtone. Cut that immediately. (laughs) Going to use that against him till the end of life.
0: Hey, so much to talk about today.
1: Certainly. I have just heard the most wholesome story involving an employee at a fast food restaurant. You guys, your hearts are going to explode.
0: Well... Shall we get
1: into it? Let's do it, mate.
0: Here's Dami Im to get us started. This is called Lonely Cactus. For your Friday. You're on 88.3 Southern FM. Sounds at the it's Friday Drive. Before we go any further on with the show today, oh, something no. really sad happened during the week, and I need to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. We lost one of the greats of the music industry for the world. We did. From the world. He not only influenced so many Australian artists, but had an effect on so many great international artists as well. I talk with Michael Kadinsky. I'd like to think we sort of were a little inspired by him as well with our program because we try to play nothing but Australian music the whole first hour of our show because there's so much great Australian music out there. And we're doing that again today, but also in the second hour, I thought it'd only be the highest respect we can give to a man like Michael Gadinsky by playing nothing but artists that he's been associated with and he's also directly made. So next hour, second hour, that's what we're going to be doing in a little tribute to the man himself, Michael Godinski, who did sadly pass away at the age of 68 during the week.
1: Absolutely. And you forget how many amazing artists he's influenced over the years. So I think it's going to be amazing second hour and sending lots of love to his family, obviously, at a very, very difficult time.
0: Yeah, very much so. It's it's a massive loss. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying as well, it's the day Australian music died. And I actually was thinking that because for me, when you think music in Australia, you think of two people, Molly Meldrum. You think of two people primarily, and that's Mm -hmm. Molly Meldrum. And that's Michael Gadinsky. Absolutely. So,
1: But what yeah. an amazing legacy to leave behind, though. Like, that body of work is just going to stand the test of time and continue to live on and thrive, and it's going to be amazing.
0: 100%. 100%. So, Vale, Michael Gidinski, may he rest in peace, and may his legacy live on for the years to come, which I'm sure it will. Yeah. Anyway, that's in the next hour, and we look forward to bringing you that tribute, the musicians that have been associated with Michael and also some that he made... And assisted with over the years. But we go on with the show and I want to know if you could bring anything. It's kind of a bit relevant to what Michael did somewhat this segment. But if you could bring anything from the world to Australia, what would you bring? Ooh. Because he did that a lot.
1: That is a very, you know, very easy question to start the show.
0: Anything. Oh.
1: I will go with you. You kick us off. I need to think about this because this is a big commitment. This could end up in me making millions, Bianco. Like one little spark here could seriously set something off. So by all means, go first. I'm going to have a brainstorm. Producer Jack, bring the mind maps out.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought maybe we could use like a Disneyland in Australia. Oof. I don't no, really but
1: th- it wasn't there talks there was going to be one yeah, on the gonna, Goldie? They were,
0: no, they wasn't. They were going to build it in Melbourne out like Avalon. Well,
1: what, what does Mickey have against us? Why did that never happen? It
0: just never eventuated, <sighs> unfortunately. I don't know whether or not Avalon would be a great space for it. It might be. I don't know. Who am I to know? I'm not an expert in this exactly. field. But my experiences when I went to Disneyland were magnificent. We so if we could make every childhood dream come true by creating a place like that, I think Australia might be a better place with a Disneyland? Yeah. I know, that's just me. I think we'd
1: be happier, to be honest. We've got
0: Marvel Stadium. Why can't we have Disneyland? Well,
1: that's exactly it. It's the perfect transition. We could have a shuttle bus from Marvel to Disney.
0: Well, speaking of that too, the other reason why I wanted to talk about this is because Marvel are apparently pulling up stumps from America and moving their headquarters to Sydney. Is that right? For the next five years. Unconfirmed, but there is talk about it.
1: Well, you know, we are the new um, LA industry, guys. Yeah. You know, all the celebs are living down here. It's a real good time.
0: Well, they've apparently came out and said on the record that they can film so many great films here that they can't do in America at the moment. That's why they're moving here.
1: Well, there you go. I'm
0: disappointed, though, that didn't choose Melbourne because we have Marvel Stadium. Mm. I'm just putting it out there.
1: We're not taking it personally at all, guys. We're fine. We're fine. No,
0: but yeah, amazing.
1: You know what I think we should actually bring? What's that? There's so much like fast food from the states, which is iconic. Like you think burgers and that sort of thing. We've got a few of them, and there's a couple trickling in at the moment. Some with a Mexican flair. No,
0: no, no. I'm not looking at cuisine. Well, actually, if there is some nice cuisine that we don't have already, Mm -hmm. by all means, bring it in. We all take that.
1: Yeah. Other than that, though, it would just have to be, like, all the amazing movies and stuff that are out, but, like, they're being filmed here now, so flex.
0: Yeah. Do you reckon we ha- we'll have a Beverly Hills hotel anywhere?
1: Look, I mean, no, because we're not in Beverly Hills. No, but we if could we have- had to
0: recreate it.
1: What are we going to have? A South Yarra Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> a Chapel Street?
0: Bondi Iceberg is now <laughs> the new Beverly Hills Hotel. Doesn't
1: have the same ring to it.
0: No, doesn't. But,
1: um, you know, we could get there. We could get there.
0: The Beach Box, Brighton Beach boxes. <laughs> it's a new landmark. <laughs> what
1: are we going to have instead of the Hollywood sign, the big Frankston sign? No,
0: remember when we had the Elwood sign that yeah, popped up? Yeah, that was up? amazing. I don't know if it's still there, but we need that back. We,
1: can that be a mission for us? Can we get as it As Baysiders, Yeah.
0: Let's get a GoFundMe or something going and get it back.
1: Let's do it. We've committed to that.
0: That's what we're doing. That's Put that on our bucket list. We're getting the Elwood sign back. <laughs> Bayside cancel if you're listening. I don't even know if it is Bayside. I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Elwood's part of Bayside.
1: So he's rattled now. The impost just struck. See did I not tell you that this is going to lead to a really good idea?
0: Well, it has led to a really yeah, good that's what idea. I'm We're going to bring back Alwood.
1: There you go. Hasn't
0: gone anywhere. It's still there. We just want to bring back the sign.
1: If these mics weren't attached to a pole, I'd drop it right now. That's the end of the segment. We're going to go make this happen.
0: Anyway, let us know if you could bring anything from anywhere to Australia that hasn't been seen before. Maybe has, but it's disappeared and you want it to come back. Let us know. 0404 000 736. It's Carl and Catherine with you for your Friday here on 88.3. Here's Shepherd.
1: I want to know Bayside. Are you one of those people who, when it's your birthday, do you take your day off, the day off?
0: Depends.
1: Because I have just read a little article online that is pretty much given no one an excuse anymore to have their birthday off. Really? Now, this little story comes from Pennsylvania in the US of A.
0: Do you ever have any ex- Australian examples? I
1: do, but if somebody in Australia has also done this, please <laughs> let us know um, because I think it's quite rare. Because
0: I feel like every time you go to tell a story or something, <laughs> you bring up for content every week, it's in Texas. Wow,
1: well, this is Pennsylvania. In so-
0: California. Hmm. Well,
1: we haven't done Pennsylvania yet, so here we are. In
0: Alaska. <laughs> Go on.
1: So, a lady has... Ruthie is her name. What? Ruthie is celebrating her birthday (laughs) this week.
0: Happy birthday, Ruthie. Sounds like it's going to be a hell of a time.
1: At a fast food restaurant that is very, very well known. There may or may not be Golden Arches.
0: Da-da-da-da-da.
1: Correct. Loving it. (laughs) Now... Ruthie is celebrating her 100th birthday.
0: Oh, now you see, you didn't say that.
1: See, now all of a sudden the story's more hard-hitting. She has been working at this restaurant for 25 years. She's still working there? She's working there and is working on her 100th birthday. Has it taken
0: her 25 years to get a pounder out?
1: No, well, she's actually the door girl But I think in some ways, so apparently Ruthie, her job is to open the door and greet people as they come into the restaurant.
0: Could she open the door?
1: Yes, she can. Good on her. None of that. Thank you. Um, And then Ruthie also is in charge of um, cleaning tables. But I was thinking, this is actually a very, very good power play by this company. I bet it is. Because who is going to let a 100-year-old woman tidy up after them? You know what I mean? Everyone is going to do their own rubbish and clean up after themselves, yeah? Yeah
0: yeah I suppose so.
1: Like is this a really good power move? Is by this them? what you're
0: trying to get at that by having a hundred year old person at a restaurant it makes you feel guilty and that you have to clean after you've eaten? No,
1: but, I'm just saying it's it's amazing that she's working and it's such a cool thing. but at the same time, it's a very good flex because that means everybody should be cleaning up after themselves
0: and that's the story. Just how great it is that Ruthie's still working at that age,
1: yeah. And the fact that she's working on her birthday as well,
0: no, no, I appreciate she's that. She's rostered
1: on four-hour shift.
0: Thanks for sharing she's, that.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate stories like that. We wish like Ruthie that. a very, very happy birthday. And I it's, do. At it's least. really
0: amazing because a lot of reviews from this set restaurant as well. I had a little look online in the Google reviews. Yeah, and they say you have a bit of roofie with you when you consume the food. <laughs> we speak a lot about coffee on this show. Do we? Well, because well, none of us drink coffee. Well, so. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, we're not caffeine addicts. We would <laughs> never. There's one thing we dislike on this show: it's coffee.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Anyway, how much is too much for a cup of coffee these days? Do you reckon?
1: Well, see, I was having this discussion the other day, and a friend of mine came storming in and said seven fifty for a large coffee. Se-
0: wow.
1: Are you joking?
0: Where was it?
1: I'm not going to say it is a franchise. Area wise, area wise.
0: Oh, in the Sebade. In the Sebade. As somebody that frequents at the CBD, the CBD, I can say that you do find places that are a little bit pricey sometimes.
1: In the CBD? In the
0: CBD. Mm. But the CBD is a little débade at the moment because there's not many people in it.
1: But it's 75% capacitaire in the CBD.
0: Yeah, but the 75% capacitaire is more like 25% capacitaire. <laughs> I would know because I work in the CBD.
1: Do you?
0: Yes, I do. I
1: wouldn't have known.
0: Did you not know that? Of
1: course I knew you worked in the sebedee. It was sarcasm about the sebedee.
0: Well, your sarcasm doesn't seem like sarcasm.
1: Yeah, because it's subtle. Do you have
0: sarcasm in your life?
1: Yeah. Because
0: I can never really tell when you're sarcastic. Really? No.
1: See, that's why I'm the master. Of what? They actually call me the sensei of sarcasm, particularly when I go into the sebedee.
0: Sure. (laughs) Let's go with that. (laughs) <laughs> the master. You, you're the new master of the sebbet air. You know what? It's Moomba on from Monday. We've got a long weekend this weekend. We do. And I reckon you should just be the queen of Moomba.
1: Thank you. If I had a dollar for every time I got told that.
0: I'll always be the dunce, but that's a story for another day.
1: But in the sebbet <laughs> All
0: right, I'm done. Yeah, the back streets of the sebbet air. That's where you find me. <laughs> looming. I'm Mr. Plough. No, I'm not. But... The reason why I ask how much is too much for coffee yes. is, would you spend $198 on one cup?
1: I saw this <laughs> and my mind literally short-circuited it. I just couldn't figure it out. And the fact it's such a small coffee as well. Look, I'm
0: I'm not going to say that I wouldn't. I, I may if it was really that good coffee.
1: Oh, would you now?
0: No. Nah. No. <laughs> not, not a chance. I would not spend that much. But there is a cafe. In Surrey Hills, that has I believe they're called a Gersha bean. It's a very specific blend of coffee. Yep, and a very rare kind that isn't found everywhere. Okay, and this is one of the only cafes in Australia that actually blends it. So fair enough that they charge that price, but I think that might be it's a little too much.
1: It is a bit too much. I've got a question though. Are you one of those people that notices the different beans? Like I go to cafes and they're like, oh, do you want this roast or that roast? I couldn't tell you the difference for the life of me.
0: I don't know either. Although my cousin does, Mm. he specializes in coffee. He's actually one of the best coffee makers in the country. Well, there you go. Just for the record. Hey, cuz, I know you're still number one. (laughs) He reminds me every time we see him because in the family, he was the first grandchild. So he's always number one. I think he just likes being number one. That's fine. Anyway, hi Matt, if you're listening, you're probably not. Coffee, we love coffee. We love to know how much is too much for coffee these days. Yeah, because the price seems to. Like maybe I should ask my cousin. He might. Know. <laughs> maybe you know. Texas in 0404 zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. It's Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on eighty eight point three Southern FM, the Sounds of the Bayside. <laughs>
1: Now, kids' toys, Bianco. Everyone's got one nostalgic thing. Can
0: I just say before you go any further, stop talking about Barbie. What? All I've heard about the last two weeks is Barbie, 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 Barbie.
1: Well, I don't know what sort of algorithm you're on. I've not necessarily heard it peep from of you, Barbie.
0: but I've just heard it everywhere. People are talking about Barbie, and I'm like, when did Barbie become so popular?
1: What do you mean? I haven't heard anything from Barbie. What's Barbie up to? Is it just me? Yeah. I think you're in a certain algorithm, my no, friend.
0: No, no, I'm not. And I'm not <laughs> deliberately looking for things relating to Barbies.
1: If all of a sudden we see Bianco's status change to come on Barbie, let's go party. We know what's going on.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, a certain toy company that we may or may not bring up on this show from time to time... We may drop our F and P's.
0: Oh, that one. Rumpy.
1: Rumpy. Exactly. I love Rumpy. Actually, I don't love
0: Rumpy, but I did love Rumpy. Anyway, go on.
1: Anyway, they've come out with their new season range of toys. And one thing in the catalog... Do they still exist? They do. Oh, I didn't They're realize. doing very well. <laughs> I
0: didn't realize.
1: Well, considering Barbie comes up so much on your newsfeed, I'm amazed you're not across no, this.
0: I was a child, what was it, a long time ago. So when I got Rumpy, I didn't realize that that company would still be <laughs> producing toys today.
1: Yeah, but they'd been making toys way before then, too. They've they got, got better a names team. than
0: Rumpy today for their toys. <laughs>
1: Wait, did you not call your name? Your thing—it was actually called Rumpy. I
0: think it was actually called Rumpy. Oh, you're
1: one of those. I don't know. I'll do a quick oh. goggle and let all you know. Right. Please anyway, wait. <laughs> so, please hold. Please hold. This um, dim, dim. this company has come up with their new season of toys, and one of them has been named the most boring playset of all time because they've taken inspiration Bianco from what a lot of these kids' parents would have been facing this past year. <laughs>
0: You know what i say I said I was going
1: to... I hate to think what you came up.
0: <laughs> Rumpy toy. Please don't. <laughs> I don't, don't, Please, please don't. <laughs> We've done a lot of funny things on this show. We've advised you to do <laughs> a few things, but please don't Google Rumpy Toy like I said for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, I
1: literally just fell off my chair. That's amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, if anyone knows the... um,
0: <laughs> Oh, Chase, oh, <geez>. Please don't.
1: <laughs> if anyone knows the number two <laughs> a good therapist, I think Bianca might be needing one. Uh, um, oh, God. Anyway, I don't know how we're going to try and get this back on the road.
0: Ground control, major time. We've had an accident. There's no coming back. No, there There's is. no. Uh. All right. Well, let's forget about Rumpy. <laughs> we're forgetting about Rumpy. What else have they produced? So they've come up. They've, obviously, this is the reason come why. come up. Oh. <laughs> uh.
1: Why they've had to go for this direction, Bianco? Because they've oh. now been accused after Rumpy Gate for being the most what? boring company of Rumpy
0: Gate? Thank you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> after what happened the, with Rumpy, obviously, which we've just found out, we Okay, we're so it was my
0: name that I gave the toy. Okay. I believe. Or maybe my parents gave the toy that name. I don't know. Well, I think I did.
1: That opens up more questions than answers. But anyway... <laughs>
0: Okay, go on.
1: Anyway, this company has come out with a working from home playset, So kids, just like their parents... <laughs> aerobics?
0: Can... <laughs> I don't know, maybe you do that. Working, working
1: from... from home. Yeah, but you
0: might do some aerobics. Not while. working
1: out from home. Oh, sorry. What are you doing in your home office? Not that. <laughs> a likely story. Anyway, so these kids can have like their little mobile phones for their Zoom chats and their laptop, their takeaway coffee, and everyone just said it's a bit boring.
0: Really is that's what, what's happened these days? Toys have gotten boring.
1: Uh, yeah, well, they're not like they were built how they were used to. Is
0: that why kids are going and taking toys that we're used to and bringing them back? Yeah, Because we're seeing the return of a lot of toys.
1: I don't know how to feel about that because a lot of the toys, particularly from certain movies that got adapted into toys that I had as a kid, have been made and they look very different to what they used to.
0: Oh, don't get me started. And
1: I don't like it.
0: You know what I would like to see return? What? I was big about Action Man. Do you remember Action Man? It was. It was like... For young boys, the Barbie equivalent. Yeah, a little bit. I forgot about him, and then I was cleaning out my room, like I did, and I found an old Action Man. Oh, there you go. I used to collect a lot of his, of his stuff.
1: Maybe that's why Barbie keeps popping up because Action Man feels lonely in your cupboard.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's definitely not that. Anyway, text us in.
1: I don't know what to say about that segment.
0: <laughs> wow, zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. Have you Googled Rumpy by now? Don't. <laughs> you have? Don't. I'm sorry for the experience. Don't do it. If you've just tuned in and you're like, what is a Rumpy? Don't Google don't. Rumpy Toy. Bianco's childhood has just gone up in flames. There's life advice I've just given you today. Don't Google Rumpy mm-hmm. Toy. <laughs> Carl Catherine here. Plenty more still to come. Right now, we're taking a break. I'd love to know how you'd react if a family member of yours had a job That might be a tad embarrassing. Ooh. Let's just say there's a mother in the UK. She's embraced one of these new sites that have sort of emerged in the last 12 months and doing quite well for herself on said site. Mm -hmm. But her kids, she has three kids, have been kicked out of the school that they were going to because concerned parents of other students at said school raised alarm bells to the powers to be at this school That their mother is maybe doing something that would be deemed a bit graphic, shall we say. Go on. The mother has joined one of those sites that might be what you'd say is low-key pornography. Can I
1: ask, what has that got to do with her kids?
0: Shouldn't have anything to do with the kids. Exactly. But as a result, they have been expelled. I'd love to know. Maybe you've found yourself in a similar situation with an occupation one of your parents or no. siblings or cousins have had.
1: What a revelation if it were the case. Be like, Oh, yeah, didn't
0: you know? Um, is, is that really what the world's come to? You get moved on from a place because of something, the actions of one of the See, other members of your family?
1: I don't think that's fair at all. But nah. also, people are making so much money on that side.
0: <laughs>
1: like, it's probably more the fact that um, when she drops the kids off in her Ferrari... That she's not in the five-minute um, zone. That's probably more the bigger problem. Well,
0: though. it's funny you should say that because since this news article's come mm-hmm. out, she's gone from making what she did make in a week in a day. Oof. Imagine that.
1: Those kids are be going to a private school.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if they already were at one. If they weren't, they're going to be now.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. It just sounds what a terrible pun that was. <laughs> <Unintentional>. <laughs>
0: I think maybe they're going to fly under the radar. They're going to be the incognito.
1: But that is so unfair. And the fact is true. Like it's no one's business what other people do for a living.
0: Yeah, what you do with your private parts? It's
1: private life. I think is what was meant to be said there. Um, sure. But yeah, I think that's really poor. And then the fact is too, though, like joke is on them because they've tried to out this poor lady for the career that she's chosen and it's only made her more successful. So that's fantastic.
0: Do you know where this site actually came from? I have no idea. Like it just appeared out of nowhere and all of a sudden it's a thing.
1: I don't know anything about it at all. The only thing I know is that the people who were on there from the start are making more money now. Than what they did, because a lot of them are like social media yeah. stars. A lot of them are making like 10 times more money than they would on other platforms. But they've
0: become social media stars off the back of being on yeah. this
1: platform. or vice versa. They were on the YouTube and then they've moved over. Oh. And now they've become very famous. I'm I not- sort—I don't know how it works or anything, Nor but do I. it's a money spinner. Oh, here we go. Producer Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit concerned how quickly you're able to get that <laughs> up, Producer
0: Jack. <laughs> a Jack Flash.
1: Was launched in 2016. uh, I can't read any of this. Thank you, Jack. 2016 it was was made. That's pretty much all we can really... (laughs) Gosh, it took a while to take off, didn't it? 2016?
0: Some would argue it took off quicker than a lot expected. (laughs) This is Amy Shark.
1: When did you kick somebody when they were down? That
0: sounds hurtful.
1: It is hurtful. Now, obviously on Monday I was very excited. Golden Globes were on. Did you like them? I did. It was very different. Because we haven't
0: heard much about them.
1: No. Well, the thing is, though. So I obviously Oscars and Golden Globes always chuck a ciggy.
0: I heard a shit featured a lot.
1: Yes. Creek. That's it. A shits, not shit. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Anyway, there was a moment. There's always in these award shows. There's always a moment that gets talked about online.
0: What's happened now?
1: Jason Sudeikis, who is a very well-known actor. He was nominated for Best Actor in a Musical Comedy genre, which is always weird that they put comedy and musicals together. Yeah. Because they're very different things. But
0: Hairspray was a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's
1: funny elements, but it's a musical. Yeah. I'd
0: argue that Grease was probably a bit like the the theatre production. I saw it when it was... What was the theatre? Was it Her Majesty's or was it The Region? I think it was The Region, actually, because that's really the only theatre I've ever been to, The Region.
1: Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, anyway, thank you for um that little anecdote. Really helpful. You're um, welcome. <laughs> we'll tip you later. Um, anyway. Thank you. So Jason Sudeikis, he was nominated in this category and he wasn't expected to win. And considering it was all done on Zoom, which was hilarious because wow. so many people started their acceptance speech and forgot to turn their mics on. <laughs> it was just awful. Anyway, so he's on the screen. He didn't get the memo that it was still a black tie affair. So, everybody else is in tuxedos and looking really fancy. He's in a tie-dye hoodie and he's growing a moustache for a role. So, he looks very different. What happened next, though, was just truly awful. So, when the winner is announced, normally you would pan to the nominees on the camera, but focus is on the winner. Yeah, Not in this case. What happened? All the losers still stay on the screen. So, this poor man has won an award he wasn't expecting He's in a hoodie, is also really going through it because his wife of nine years left him for Harry Styles. So he's having a moment. Like it's, Really?
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't hear this.
1: So it's been like a year. What happened next was awful. So because it's on Zoom, not many people got the wrap-up music that normally happens in these award shows, except for poor Jason. And to make it worse, because all of his fellow nominees are on the screen, he's talking and doing a real heartfelt speech. One of his nominees didn't realise that he was still on the screen and gave him the wrap-up signal.
0: Well, I hate to say it, but we do that a lot in this studio, like right now.
1: And you could just see the last bit of hope in his eyes just go out. He's like, you know what? I'm glad I'm in this hoodie because I'm going to go to bed and that'll be at night for me. And
0: that's when the person running the whole event decided to mute all. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could have got ugly after well, that. Well, what
1: was so perfect was after that moment, it just seemed to be that the winner would stay on the screen. We didn't see much of the nominees because, mm. yeah. And I don't know if the fellow actor, I don't know who it was, whether they actually knew that they were being seen, but it was just so brutal mm. and you just couldn't look away.
0: I know what that, the feeling's like, though, because Jack's a serial rapper. A lot of the time he just comes out and he, he gives us the yeah. rap, like right now, so we probably should go to a song. Yep. And we're going to hear from Skyhooks to kick off our tribute to Michael Godinski in the lead up to the 5 o'clock news. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've ever caught? Caught? Yeah, could be anything. You might have caught a butterfly, might have caught, you know, a hook or something when you've gone fishing, or something along those lines, I don't know. With your bare
1: hands?
0: (laughs) With my cold bare hands. Yeah, I don't know. That is not the saying. No, it's not. That is not the saying. But, well, maybe it is, actually. No. Fact check that, please. (laughs) Producer Jack. Can we get a Jack check? Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because some fishermen in Sydney, they caught a tiger shark.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: That weighed 400 kilos 400 during the 400 kilos. 400 kilos. What
1: did they catch it with?
0: I don't know. They just got There's a rod There's no
1: out. way a rod is going to support that.
0: It must have been a big rod. Strong rod. <laughs> anyway, they have pulled this giant tiger shark what, in. What the actual? Yes, exactly what the actual. Very unusual. Oh,
1: imagine how awkward it would have been. Like They've like reeled this shark in. The shark looks at the fisherman. The fisherman looks at the shark. And they're like, what are you doing here?
0: <laughs> Is that supposed to be a poor attempt at a joke?
1: <laughs> Who ordered the flake?
0: No, it was bigger than flake. Flakes are gummy sharks, and they're very small in comparison to a tiger shark. That's this was crazy. massive. 400 kilos. They
1: let it go, didn't they?
0: No. What? They're, like, providing it for marine research or something. Oh. No. Yeah.
1: F- set him free.
0: <laughs> Bye, little shark. Oh, not so it's little. It's not a
1: little shark. <laughs> That's not a baby shark.
0: No, it is not. But it was a shark.
1: That's crazy, but have
0: you caught anything like it could have been anything at all like one of those little what do they call them you know those things you that are fly around they're like white, and you apparently if you pick the things off them they're good luck what haven't you seen those?
1: Oh, dandelions. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what I was looking for.
0: Have you ever caught one of can, those?
1: Can I get some radio points for the fact that I was actually able to decode what you just said and understand? Like, was, that just shows how long <laughs> we've been working
0: together. It was a tough one to be to be debunked, but you debunked it.
1: Thank you. Sherlock Holmes is shaking. Yep, that's it.
0: Bravo. Bravo, bravo, Now the
1: case solved.
0: <laughs> solved. Solved. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon the best thing I ever caught... Was the first fish I ever caught. I caught a nice brim. A what? Brim is a type of fish. It's related to snapper, in the snapper family. I was at Marimbula (laughs) with my family.
1: (laughs) He was at (laughs) Marimbula. On a trip. Yeah. On a
0: trip away, a holiday. Probably the first and last time I'll ever go to Marimbula, actually.
1: Oh, come on. It's a lovely place. Just past
0: the border, past Lakes Entrance. there in New South Wales. I've
1: got family that go there every year. Marimbula? Yeah, for like a month.
0: Yeah, it's an interesting place. There's a few things here and there. It's a little bit different. That's in New South Wales. Good trivia. Yeah. Just had to remind myself that.
1: <laughs> I love the confidence in which you spoke.
0: No, I just... Because Lakes Entrance is in Victoria, right on the border. And you cross the border. Anyway, I was in Marimbula and I went fishing for the first time with my new rod. Got my rod out. Dad helped me. And (laughs) we went fishing on the Marimbula River there. Yep. And I caught a fish and that was the best fish we've ever caught. Good work. Well, best fish I'd ever caught.
1: I remember very vividly in my mind on a family holiday. I don't remember where it was. I just remember being there and traumatized. We went to a trout farm. What? Where, obviously, they farm trout. Makes sense. No. Really? But you could go fishing and catch a trout, and I was so distressed when we actually caught the trout. I didn't want to eat it, but we ate it, and it was just, it was a lot. Never went trout fishing again.
0: So, I know. There were just a
1: lot of fish everywhere, just like. mm. So,
0: trout's not your go-to when you eat fish?
1: Look, I mean, I eat fish, but if I was to catch it, Personally, I would put it back into the ocean.
0: Okay. That's just my vibe. That's good. Thanks for sharing that with us.
1: Anyway, I didn't realize we were going to go down such a fishy way, but um, I appreciate that story. Thank you for sharing, Bianca. Let us
0: know what have you caught. Maybe you've caught a squid.
1: Giant squid. That's another traumatic moment from my childhood. Did you see the giant squid at the um, the aquarium?
0: I actually got Ooh. so scared in the aquarium because back when I last went, actually no, I've been since then. But when I went as a youngster, I like had to leave very quickly because I got scared by the Rex Hunt exhibit thing that they had. The what? Rex Hunt. Uh, yeah, I
1: understand that, but
0: I'm confused. They had like this thing where Rex Hunt would uh, to do with when he had his fishing show. There was I could have sworn there was something related to him where his voice started projecting through the place and I got scared, very, <laughs> very scared, very, very quickly and I wanted to run out of the place. Oh. Anyway. I thought it
1: was the Emperor Penguins that would have gotten you.
0: They weren't there back then.
1: Oh, okay. It was
0: a long time ago. I'm talking when I was like four or five. So we're talking 20 years ago. Oh, that's a long time ago.
1: I made a very rock-solid statement a couple of years ago, Bianca. I've said it on this show. I've said it on other media projects that I've done along the way. Mm. That Married at First Sight isn't for me.
0: No, it never has been, historically.
1: Historically, I've never watched it, and I live for reality TV. Absolutely live and breathe it.
0: Well, the proof will be in the pudding. What? I don't believe that one bit. I think you faked it for a long time. Because you've never been exposed to maths, and now no, you have.
1: No, I had watched maths in the past, no, but I'd you never haven't. watched a full season. No, you haven't. I had. Lie. I'd watched most of the first like couple of episodes of each season, mm. but I'd never watched a full season. Who's
0: your favourite couple of all time? Oof. Got any? Any come to mind? Can you name a couple? Not from this season?
1: Who's the one that has the um, beauty business now? I really liked her.
0: Well, I can't say I really know who that is.
1: Ah, there you go. Boom. Anyway. Well, because
0: there's a lot of them. A lot of them go into beauty afterwards.
1: Yeah. Anyway, anyway, let's get back on track. (laughs) Influencers. I always said I was never going to commit to a full season of maths because I just thought that it was just a bit much. Like, considering all the other reality shows that I watched, I was like, I just cannot commit to this.
0: But in some shock news, she has.
1: This season... I am watching the whole thing. And at first, I was making it more of like a chore because everyone at work talks about it. Like, you know, everyone, all the small talk is about maths. Every is single it really? Year. It is. Wow. And I was always out of the loop. I'm like, this year I'm going to watch it. And at first, it was like eye roll. Oh, yes, I'll watch it. I am living and breathing for this season. I am obsessed and I have to take back that statement of never watching a full season of maths because it's all I think about at the moment. It's crazy.
0: That is a outlandish statement by it's you. It's
1: so good. It is the worst and it shows the worst people in society.
0: No, I disagree, actually.
1: What? I think, a you lot think of they're them, good role models? I
0: think a lot of them are intelligent human beings.
1: Absolutely. But then there's also the dumbest people of all time.
0: No, that's not fair.
1: It is pretty fair. That
0: is not a fair assessment at all.
1: It is incredibly fair. Take that back. No. Um, but it's just... It's one of those shows that you just cannot wait for the next episode and it's really weird in binge culture as well considering that you're so used to just being able to watch whatever the episode is it's agonizing waiting for the next episode
0: yeah well see i really loved the episode where they had to decide who if they weren't with their partner who's number one in their eyes oh, as far as looks and personality that was so problematic the other night oh But it just reassured me one thing. What? Despite the awkwardness between Pat and Belinda, they seem like a a little bit of an awkward couple. They seem to come together very well, very nicely, and I'm happy for them too.
1: Yeah. See, some people are there for the genuine right reasons, and you can tell, and I am here for that. But, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed.
0: Yeah. Anyway, let us know. zero four zero four triple zero seven three six. Are you into that kind of television this year? Can we
1: start like a discussion group with the Friday drivers? Like, please, I need to talk about this hey, show. Hey,
0: they're not Friday drivers. They are Friday Thrivers. Oh, dear. <laughs> I <butcher> that. <laughs> Thrivers. That's what I no, meant to say. No, let's,
1: let's have another crack at that.
0: Friday Thrivers. There you go. But, Did I get that? Yeah. After the end of the show, they will be Friday Survivors. Because
1: <laughs> Maths, is it a wonderful thing? Let us know.
0: Because they'll <laughs> stand the distance by the end of it. We hope. Anyway.
1: It's been a wild ride today, so that'll be a real test.
0: Oh, it has. It has. Anyway, it's it's Carl and Catherine here for your Friday on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. I want to know, right? We we hear a lot and talk a lot about midlife crises. Is there potentially a thing called a quarter-life resolution?
1: Resolution? Yeah. Who's resolving things in their 20s?
0: Oh, well... Or reflectionism or something. Is that a word? <laughs> reflectionism? It is now. Quarter life reflection. Dun. Whatever. Yeah, go on. Have you done any of that? Because you sort of, you know, we're the same sort of vintage. And...
1: Thank you for calling it vintage. That's not crippling to the self-esteem at all. at all. Um, no. I tend to find that the 20s, particularly when you're getting on the other side of your 20s, yeah, it's a really weird time because... Yep. People are either getting married and having kids and buying houses. Oh,
0: don't start me on that. That's freaky.
1: Exactly. Or you're not. And it's this really weird time. Like, I've been catching up with some friends recently who have just bought places or they're getting married or they're having kids. And it's a really weird time. And so I think there is a reflective part of that because you're like, who am I? What am I doing with my life in a way? (laughs) Yeah. But at the same time, it's just, yeah, everyone's at different stages. It's really weird.
0: Yeah. None of that's on our horizon. Let's be honest. No.
1: It would come as a surprise.
0: Not right now.
1: But not saying there's anything wrong with that, obviously, because everybody is on their own life path and that is your decision. And I think it's really cool. And so many of my friends are so happy as well. It's just really nice to see. But yeah, it's it is. An awkward... It's like Teenagers 2.0.
0: Being happy is essential in life. It is. Your own health and well-being, Mm -hmm. it is number one priority. Yes. I think that's one thing I've come to learn a lot lately. Is
1: that what you've reflected on? Because
0: that's why I bring up, is there actually a quarter-life reflection period?
1: I feel like it could be.
0: Because I really think there is. You kind of hit a moment in your life when you're in your mid-20s where you're like, you know what? I can adult a lot better. You could or you are? I can adult a lot better. Yeah. I've been doing things a bit funky. Go on. Not funky in a bad way where it's like, you know, under the radar, come and arrest me or anything like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was, that a, was that a challenge? Come and arrest me? <laughs>
0: no, they said it Whoa. a lot. No, no. It's not like that. Yeah. But I just feel like lately I've been making some decisions and I'm a lot happier having done them.
1: What sort of decisions?
0: Oh, you know, like I clean my room and change it. <laughs> made it more of an adult suitable room as opposed to surrounded by all the stuff that reminded me of my childhood.
1: Action man is in the cupboard.
0: I think so. I don't know. I might have actually gave action man to one of the the, the people that need it more than what I do right now. that's nice. Because I don't need an action man in my life anymore. You're (laughs) your own action man. I am. I am action man. I make it happen. I'm an action man. (laughs) I'm here. I'm there. What were
1: you saying about quarter life crisis? It'll be like the next reality TV show. No, no. Carl thinks he is action man.
0: Well, oh, okay. Speaking about me in a third person, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, I, I actually genuinely think it's a thing. And I'd love to know if you actually have experienced the same yeah. thing. If you're around the same vintage.
1: Can you stop saying vintage?
0: <laughs> no, I'm not going to stop saying vintage.
1: If you're around the same fountain of youth, let us know.
0: <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Have you reflected lately?
1: Yeah, are you journaling? Have you got a face roller? Are you into the crystals now and having them out on your table and charging your crystals at the full moon? That's where some of my friends are at. I'm like, wow.
0: Really? Yeah. It's Carl and Catherine here on Friday at Southern FM. Quarter life reflecting. Is it a thing? Is it not a thing? Or
1: is it more of a crisis for you? Let us know. Here's
0: a temper trap. <laughs>
1: There has been quite the, I don't want to say love story because it didn't turn out that way, but obviously our friends in the UK are in a pretty full-on lockdown. They're trying to get through this whole COVID thing. And and
0: you know what they're doing? What? They're discovering Australian television for the first time. They are In a long time. Yep.
1: (laughs) Um Certain show we were talking about before may or may not have blown up over there and good on them. Yeah, well done. Anyway, um, so a woman has actually spent a lot of time in her apartment, as one does, um, because she's stuck in lockdown working from home. And she's found in this time that um, she's got a very attractive neighbour. Oh. From over the fence.
0: <laughs> and- Hi, from over
1: the fence. Hello, from over the fence. And she decided, after being in lockdown for how many months... That this was obviously happening to her for a reason, that this guy just continues to walk out and sort of just hang out in his balcony and stuff. And she thought it would be rude not to just see if he was single. So she has decided to go inside. Yeah. And make a really big poster <laughs> and putting it in her front window yep. saying to the guy with a bike on his balcony, are you single?
0: Oh, no. And
1: she has gotten the Sharpies out, made this big sign. Yeah. Put it in her window. Yeah. Nervous, obviously. It's like sending a text, but a lot more dramatic because you're waiting. Yeah. And you don't even see the little dots that come up saying he's replying. Like She doesn't know. Is he going to reply? Does she know? Does he know that it's about him? Yeah. Anyway, it turns out he did. Really? A couple of days later, she got a response. Um, he does live a fair bit away, so she'd have to bring the binoculars out, which, you know, bit creepy, but you know. Yeah, I haven't
0: used them in a while.
1: Anyway, she got a response and it wasn't exactly the response that she was hoping for.
0: That's a shame.
1: So, he has made an even bigger sign. Saying yes, but I am single, but I'm moving out in two months. Sorry. Full Uh, stop. Oh. P.S. Stay romantic.
0: So you're telling me there's a chance?
1: Exactly. A lot can happen in two months. Guess what?
0: Turns out she's moving now as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What a coincidence. Where are you moving
0: to? I'm coming. Where you lead, I follow. (laughs) Following the leader, the leader, the leader. Okay. Just a tad creepy <laughs> Um.
1: Anyway, yeah, so that happened Imagine
0: um, that You're interested in somebody They're saying they're moving in two months And you yell out I'm following the leader, the leader, the leader Who's the leader? Wow well,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a question that only one person can answer
1: And that's you Is it? Oh, okay No No, I didn't think so <laughs> Um, Yeah, so that is the love story that could have been. How amazing if he said he was single and available. Because that's the thing. Like, as you pointed out, two months, you've still got a bit of time to burn, you know, a bit of time to kill. You
0: have. And in those two months, it might make the decision reversed.
1: Exactly. Or you could at least explore that option. Because the thing is, they can't really go visit each other. No, I don't think they've got bubble buddies over there.
0: But do they have intimate partner exception? Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. But technically, because they're only just starting out, does that apply? Intimate,
0: intimate partner When exception. they
1: say, what's wow. your proof that you're a relationship? Oh, we send? i a really cute poster to each other once.
0: We're intimate. That's it. We're, we're distantly intimate. He
1: doesn't know it yet, but we are.
0: I haven't told him yet, but we're distantly intimate.
1: Surprise, shorty. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you do that? Did you get distantly intimate during lockdown? Let us know. Maybe you did.
1: Yeah, because that's a lot of effort to actually make a poster. Like, I don't think something like that has happened since primary
0: school. Changes the whole definition to long-distance relationship. Get the PBA glue out. (laughs) It's Carl and Catherine here. We're taking a break. This was quite a fascinating thing I saw during the week. Oh, yeah? Jackie Lambie... One of those politicians that we hear a lot about. Mm-hmm. She posted a photo of a portrait she'd received. A
1: portrait. Yeah, oh, a no. portrait. These never go well. Yeah,
0: and it was quite unusual. I think Appared. Star Wars. Involved Star Wars. It involved Star Wars
1: and Jackie Lambie.
0: Yes, wow. somewhat. Now let me paint the picture for you, so Literally. to speak.
1: He didn't even realise he did that. That's what the most amazing part of that was. Oh, no,
0: I did know, actually. But, you know, you thought I didn't. Anyway. On your Picasso. (laughs) Thank you, Pablo. (laughs) 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 So, what's happened is she's received a portrait. The portrait has her in it and it has one of her old friends in it.
1: Okay. So, oh, yes, I've seen this. By these. old
0: friends, mm-hmm. I mean the Palmer. Clive. Clive Palmer. Yes. And this is a rather descriptive portrait.
1: Wasn't this a mural?
0: It might have been, but anyway, she's got it in. It
1: didn't get sent to her. <laughs>
0: it's, it has been sent to her. It's now displayed in her office in Tasmania. Oh, well, there you go. It's a picture of mm-hmm. her as Princess Leia, painted as Princess Leia, and Clive Palmer on a leash as Jabba the Hutt.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: Jabba the Hut is a rather large character.
1: Hey, we have a rule here: we don't delve too much into Star Wars.
0: No, I don't actually know too much about Star Wars. Good. I'm just going off the picture, the portrait. I'm painting the picture of the portrait on air right now with In you. pretty much. But I'd love to know if you could have a portrait of anything. What would you have?
1: Ooh, like
0: anything?
1: Well, I was going to say something, but then I realised for Christmas I got it. What? I got a painted picture of my dog, Norman.
0: I was going to say, I feel like I remember you talking about Mm -hmm.
1: that. It's really cute. So, my my life has just been ticked off. Done.
0: I don't think I could get one of Fifi. Why not? I don't know. I just don't think it would do it justice.
1: What? you, You don't think she's versatile in a paint form? Oh,
0: no, no. She's great. I love my dog. Fifi, I can talk about her for hours and hours endlessly. And you do. And she's magnificent. And she has brought us so much joy the past 11 years can't believe it's gone so quickly. I can't believe I got that dog 11 years ago. Well, I didn't get her. My sister and my mother did. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't get a portrait of that.
1: Yeah, but what would you get?
0: I think I'd get a portrait of Richmond Uh last...
1: <laughs> I knew it. As soon as I said it, I was like, I regret asking.
0: Whoop, there it is.
1: Whoop, oh, there it is. Um, okay, Richmond. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I reckon it'd be rude not to. I just, I love Richmond. Mm, I know. Really? I, I know you dislike me talking about it, but they just... They gave me so much grief for 21 years of my life and then when the breakthrough finally happened in 2017, I was happy with just the one and then I've got oh. another two to add to that in my lifetime, even though I've only seen one.
1: And that's a cap. <laughs> um, anyway, what I love more, the only thing I love more than seeing people's like finished products of portraits yeah. is when they go completely wrong Yeah, or like when somebody there's without actually naming the show there's a show around where someone does paint portraits of people and sometimes they just miss the mark just a little bit but the best part of that show is that the people that are actually being painted get to react first to the actual portrait and just seeing their reaction where they just don't look anything like them is just amazing to me
0: yeah I reckon another thing too, actually being serious, if Mm -hmm. I was going to get a serious portrait that wasn't one that was related to my football team. It was us. I reckon it'd be nice to get a portrait of me, my dad, and my grandfather.
1: What about the rest of the family?
0: No, just us three, like the Bianco boys. I think it'd be nice. Oh,
1: sorry. um, Well, maybe my uncle. Helen and Georgie. Okay.
0: Well, maybe I'd add my uncle and my cousin as well. What about your mum and your sister? Bianco boys.
1: Why can't it be the Biancos in general?
0: Well, I want to
1: get a caricature of all of my family. If
0: I have to include all the Biancos, I have to go international, and that is going to be a costly portrait. Can I just put it that way? No, look, it's not about that, but kind of is. What would you get if you could get any portrait in your house? What would you get?
1: Or more importantly, if someone wants to paint our team, that would be amazing. Paint
0: a picture for us. Yes, <laughs> of us. Catherine here on your Friday and Southern FM. Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.